Hello, and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I coach busy working moms to help them create simpler, more relaxed lives. On today's episode, we are talking all about finding your purpose. Wow, as I say that, that sounds like a really heady topic to take on in a 20-minute podcast, and I know a lot of you are thinking, who cares what my purpose is? I have no time between kids and career to pursue that. And I'm actually doing a whole other episode next week on finding time for your purpose, but today we are just going to focus on how to know what it is. And I think this is such good work to do, even if you feel pressed for time. I promise you this is something that you can go ahead and start thinking about and start dreaming about. Having a sense of purpose is something that really fuels you, something that if you can do the work and have the courage to own what your purpose is, it will give you great rewards to yourself and I think to those around you in life. And I think there are three main things that we should think about when we talk about finding our purposes in life. The first thing is understanding should versus want, because your purpose is something that I believe you want to do, not necessarily something that's from that long list of things you think you should be doing. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about the concept of having to do it to know it. In other words, in order to really know what your purpose is, you have to start. You have to just start moving forward and continue to refine as you go your understanding of what exactly your purpose is. And the third really important thing we're going to talk about today is hidden burnout. That's burnout that builds slowly and so it feels pretty normal. We don't even realize we're in it. And if this is something that is going on for you, I think it's something that's pretty common actually for busy working moms is it's going to make it hard to know what your purpose is because you're really not going to feel motivated to take on anything extra. And so self-care is a really important first step before you can even tackle the work of understanding what your broader purpose is in life. So those are the three things, should versus want, you have to do it to know it, and hidden burnout. And we're going to talk a little bit more about each of those as we go through this episode. And I invite you as you are listening and as we go through this to start to dream a little bit, to start to think about how each of these items applies to you and where you might want to go next. Again, it doesn't have to be a big step. And remember next week, we're going to talk even more about how to find time for this. So the first item that's so important in finding your purpose is understanding the concept of should versus want. Because I really believe your purpose is something that you want to do, not something you think you should do. And I think it can be tricky for us to access that feeling of want when we are so used to operating out of should mode and operating out of the what feels like a very long list of all of the things we think we should be doing, the kind of mom we think we should be, the kind of worker we think we should be, etc. 
And when you get into the things that you really want in life, just for yourself, not for anyone else, not for any external validation or conception of what you should be as an adult woman, some of those wants might even feel a little embarrassing or silly. But it's important to be willing to explore them because I actually think um, that whatever you want to do is really also the source of your highest possible contribution to the world. And I think it's worth exploring what you want, even if you feel embarrassed by it, even if it feels a little bit silly, um, and even if you're not sure how to move forward with it. Don't worry about any of that yet and try not to judge it. Just try to access what you truly want to be doing just for yourself. One of the examples I think of here is actually a local shop that we have a few blocks from my house in Minneapolis. It's Bogart's Donuts and it's this delicious hole in the wall donut shop. They make fresh donuts, fry them up every morning. They are delicious um, and I just... I just love that place. It's a place we have fun going with our family and it has a really great feel to it and it adds a lot to the neighborhood. Now that shop was started by a lawyer and I like to imagine her (laughs) in her legal suit after a day at the law firm thinking about opening a donut shop. And I would guess that that felt a little bit silly to her perhaps at the time. It's something that probably seemed really cool to her, something she really wanted to do. But I imagine her starting to think seriously about doing that and having a lot of self-doubt come up, thinking this is crazy. Why would I open a donut shop instead of being a lawyer? Now, of course, I've actually never met Um, Well, I should say I've met the owner, but I haven't had a conversation with her about all of this. So who knows what she was thinking? This is just kind of what I'm imagining. But my point is that she is doing something that she loves now with the donut shop. And that's probably at the time she was doing it, at the time she was just starting out, she didn't know if it would work out. She didn't know what other people would think of it, but she went for it even though it may have felt a little embarrassing or silly to her at the time, as she may have worried about that. And I'm not saying you need to quit your job and (laughs) open a donut shop. In fact, I'm a huge fan of keeping your corporate job and understanding how to show up there in a way that's meaningful while you also uh, pursue your purpose outside of work and within work. But I use it as an example because I just think that's a great example of someone who went for it. They didn't worry about the fact that they were supposed to be a lawyer working at a law firm. They said, you know what, I want to do this and I'm going to go for it. I think that's great. And it had great rewards, I think, for the owner and for the neighborhood and everyone who is enjoying the yummy donut she's making. It doesn't have to be creating world peace. But just ask yourself, what do you want to do? And ultimately, your purpose is whatever you want it to be. You get to decide, which I think is so great and I think is lost on a lot of us. I think a lot of us are searching for 
direction externally, again, on what we should be doing to make the world a better place and to be the best person we can be. And I just want you to know, you don't have to worry about any of that. You can choose what you truly want to do. And I think in doing that, you become the best version of yourself and you create your highest possible contribution in the world. Now, I want you to be aware of one little tip with this, which is the thought, I should want to do this. So these are kind of sneaky shoulds in our brain that appear as something we want to do. We honestly think we want to do it, but it's coming from this underlying sense of pressure or underlying sense of needing to conform again to what we think we should be doing. And I have an example here in my own life with music. I did a lot of music. I was a very serious student of music when I was growing up in school and all the way through college. And it is something that I enjoy. It's something that I'm really glad I had as an experience in my life. And it's also something that my parents were really proud of me for doing. I think my dad was always um, really into music. I think he probably wished that he had more opportunity as a child to pursue that and ended up doing music um, as part of his career. And so music is something for me where I've thought in the past, I want to do music again. I want to do music seriously again. And it feels like a desire because it is something I like. It's something that, um, you know, is a great thing to do. But when I really examine that desire, I realize it's not something I want to do just for myself. Again, it's something that I think I want to do because I'm thinking I'm good at that. My parents like that I do that. That's something that's respected. And so I think I want to do it when really it's like I should want to do this. It's not a genuine desire I have. Whereas coaching is something that I have a genuine desire for. No one in my life told me to be a coach. No one in my life said, oh my gosh, you got to do this. This is something that I have just wanted to do for myself that often feels embarrassing and silly to me. I think, what am I doing doing this coaching stuff that is <laughs> that is so random but you know what it's what i want to be doing and so to recap should versus want think about what you really want to do and think about the idea that that could lead you to your greatest contribution and be aware that you can examine those wants. Make sure it's a want that's really coming just from you and not from some external idea that you're trying to conform to. All right. So the next thing after should versus want is the idea that you have to do it to know it. Of course, you don't know your purpose yet because you haven't done it yet, right? This is something that we learn as we go. And I think a lot of people think that as the at the beginning of this process, they have to have everything mapped out. They have to know exactly what they're going to do. But it's okay to just start, take a first step, and then change course. You're going to start going through it, and you're going to realize, okay, this feels right. This feels totally good. I'm going to keep doing this. This other thing I thought I wanted to do, but 
you, now that I'm into it, I see this is not really the direction that I want to be going in. And you can just build in little steps through that process. And here's the thing with that. Here's kind of the little catch to be aware of. In addition to the uh, feelings of I want to go in this direction and not this direction that you can feel from a kind of an intuitive guided sense of where you want to be going with your purpose. That's an intuition that I think is a great thing to honor and to go with. But you're also going to have discomfort even when you're going in the quote unquote right direction. Because you need to realize that your brain is going to try to talk you out of doing your purpose many, many times. I still have this happen to me all the time. I don't know that it's necessarily ever going to stop. That's okay. Our brains like us to do the same thing that we've always been doing because our brains want to be efficient. They don't want to spend a ton of energy and they want to stay safe. And all of that looks like the status quo. So when you start to experiment, especially when you start to do something that maybe feels a little embarrassing or you have some self-doubt around or you feel exposed because it's something that's very meaningful to you, that is just like the perfect ground for your brain to come in and say, hey, put the brakes on. This is this feels uncomfortable. We don't like feeling vulnerable like this. We don't like this change. Stop what you're doing and go back to what you're, you were doing before. Stop trying to pursue this purpose. And so as you're navigating your way through this, you need to start to develop a sense of changing course because it's part of the process of learning and you're refining your sense of the direction you're going in. And I think that's a great thing to do. I think it will evolve as you go through it. But there will be other times where your brain just starts to give you some really good reasons that you should stop or you should change directions. And it's more out of fear than out of out of a sense of that deeper purpose. And when your brain comes in with that, that's the time to be doing self-coaching and to really recognize those thoughts for what they are, just part of being human. Our brain is feeling a little bit worried right now about what we're doing, but we know it's perfectly fine. We know it's what we plan to do, and we know it is safe to do, and just to continue going with that. And I talked a little bit more about this concept in episode 19 and 20, so you can go back and check those out if you want to hear more about that. But basically, just like I said, it's learning how to navigate through your emotions, learning how to distinguish the discomfort from pressure versus uh, exposure. And I also like to talk about this idea of sort of a home feeling, that feeling that really grounds you, that is one of your favorite emotions and using that as a guide because ultimately, although there will be times that feel uncomfortable or scary or where you feel vulnerable in doing your purpose, overall, it should feel really good. It should feel really grounded and it should feel sort of this emotion that you could just sit in forever. Um, That emotion will go along with the types of choices and actions that help you fulfill 
again, what is sort of the highest version of yourself in the world. So learning to navigate through those feelings and distinguish between different types of discomfort is key in this process of trial and error and learning what your purpose is just by starting to do it. And know that if some of those thoughts that your brain comes up with about why you should stop doing your purpose and why you should quit and why this was a terrible idea and everyone's going to laugh at you or whatever you're thinking about it, and you end up quitting, know that that's okay. If it's really your purpose, you will go back to it. You don't have to effort this. You just have to be open to it. And I've talked about this too before on the podcast, the fact that I have quit. uh, I have quit pursuing coaching so many times. I have quit working on Life Simply Better so many times. Now, fortunately, I'm kind of knocking on wood on the table I'm recording here on. But um, I think at this point, I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm done quitting doing it at all. And I'm on to other kind of internal challenges and coaching that I'm working through. But I quit many, many times in the beginning because I had all of that self-doubt come up and because I just had all these thoughts of, this is silly, this doesn't really matter, you don't have time for this, you should be spending time on other things. And I occasionally listened to those, those occasionally got the better of me and I would quit what I was doing. But you know what? It doesn't matter now because here I am recording this podcast. It was something that I really genuinely wanted and it turned out that it wasn't a big deal at all that I quit some in the beginning because again, it was that sense of home. It was that uh, purpose that I felt I was being pulled towards. And so I came right back to it and I didn't need to put pressure on myself to do that. It was just something that happened very naturally. The last thing that I want to talk about is hidden burnout. So hidden burnout is burnout that builds slowly or is long lasting so that it feels normal. And many of us who are busy working moms are in this situation. It's not burnout in the sense of you crash and you have to um, go on leave from work and you can't get out of bed in the morning. It's very like highly functioning burnout where you're doing everything you need to do. You even feel good some of the time. It's not like you're just miserable all the time, but you've lost sort of that sense of desire to do more than what you're doing. You've lost that sort of desire to do anything extra, including doing your purpose. And I think this is really a protective measure that our body and our brains take when we do have too much on our plate and we're functioning at a level that's um, unsustainable, but is like just to the point where we can keep doing it, but we're kind of permanently exhausted while doing it. And I think our body and our brain just kind of put the brakes on at that point, taking on anything more, even if it's something that we really want, like doing our purpose. And again, I can think of this um, example in my own experience with building my coaching practice 
of having times, um, even pretty recently, where I was just not into recording my podcast at all. I just didn't want to do it. Even though it was something that was so important to me, I was really struggling to have any energy to do it. I was feeling very resentful about it. And I took a step back and I realized I had just a little bit too much on my plate. And so what I did was to take a step back, um, let myself put the brakes on a little bit with a podcast and give myself some rest and some blank space. And I put that actually ahead of doing my purpose. And so I want to make sure you guys hear that, that the self-care and finding a sustainable routine comes way ahead of finding your purpose and being able to do your purpose. And if you are suffering from this sort of uh, low-level, low-grade, chronic burnout, you absolutely want to address that first before you try to go off and open your donut shop or start your podcast or whatever you decide you want to be doing. And that also can feel um, counterintuitive to say, I'm just going to rest. I know when I decided to rest more and to kind of um, peel back my schedule and um, downgrade basically my commitments and what I was doing, I felt pretty scared that I wasn't going to end up continuing doing the podcast and doing other coaching. But as it always works out, once you rest, once you get enough kind of empty space in your life, you do have motivation to do more. And today is a perfect example where I'm recording this podcast right after taking a nap. And I have plenty of energy right now to record it. And I woke up from my nap and I wasn't necessarily going to record today, but that was absolutely, absolutely what I wanted to be doing right now. And so having that self-care and having that rest as part of your routine and a commitment that you make to yourself is huge in being able to create a greater contribution in the world and to live a fulfilled life. All right, so let's recap what we just talked about in finding your purpose. First was your purpose is something you want to do. It's not something you should do. So be brave enough to admit to yourself what you actually want to do just for you. You also, you have to just start doing it in order to really know what it is. Start, experiment, see what happens, and then use your feelings as a guide to navigate through um, that evolution and realize that Sometimes you'll feel uncomfortable and it's really just because you're doubting yourself or you're feeling a little bit afraid about things. And those are times to just move through that discomfort. There are other times when you feel uncomfortable because it really isn't quite the direction you want to go. And those are times to change course. And both are really good to listen to and be aware of. And then last we talked about the idea of hidden burnout and just the fact that You need to take care of yourself before you can start doing any of this work with purpose. And that's fine. It's totally doable. If that's the place you're in, I recommend listening to some of my other episodes or signing up for coaching with me, um, which you can do at lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H. 
All right, guys, that is our episode for today. I hope you are having a wonderful close to your January here and looking forward to February. I am excited to be back next week with a new episode on finding time for your purpose. Now that you're all fired up about what you want to do and you've identified that, let's talk about how to find time to do it in the midst of kids and career and everything else we have going on. All right, everyone, until then, have a wonderful week.